Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Capricorn season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 extended year ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead reading. These annual offerings are epic and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundation's course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of my offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all of my season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog, and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you would like to support this work, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and leave a great review. Follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now onto your Capricorn season horoscope. Capricorn season for Aries identified folks. Capricorn season starts off in 2023 with the solstice and it ends in 2024. Um, So just by nature of where Capricorn hangs out in the Gregorian calendar year, this is a season of both the past and the future. There is a natural kind of reflection and reorientation for many people around this time of year. Um, If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, this is the time of year that is the darkest, um, longest nights, coldest temperatures, People tend to be more contracted around this period of time. Contraction can be very focusing and still and inward. It can also feel depressing and, um, you know, there can be a kind of rigidity or enclosure kind of feeling. Um, Capricorn has a kind of severe significance to it. And even folks in the Southern Hemisphere, um, you know, this is the beginning of summer and the warmest, lightest season. And at least, I mean, for a while now, as the climate change intensifies, um, the seasonal shifts, no matter where we are, I think are really notable 
in our bodies. And there's a kind of need to conserve resources and prepare for what's coming. And as we prepare for what's coming, we have to look back on what we've gathered, what we've done, and we also have to look ahead. And what looks ahead from this point in the year is an entire year. And so there's that. It's like, wow, the last couple of years, at least since 2020, have been one year after the next of, um, you know, (laughs) do I have words? I don't. And we're looking at 2024 and things are just becoming more intense. So in your chart, the feeling that I have is the future is changing and Capricorn season is coming in, um, with gravity, with severity. It is a period of time that is kind of intensely amplifying, um, any insecurity that might be there in terms of what direction is next. And so some of you, I think, in Capricorn season are really feeling um, yeah, you're feeling the kind of gravity of it. You know, your life could be fine. There could be things that are going well, but it's like what what's the world going to give you next to deal with? And you could also be in a place or in a body or in a time where your life is not going well right now. And you're really looking at like, what's important? How do you need to build? What is required from you? There's a strong feeling as we get into Capricorn season of needing to resource yourself. So we enter the season while Mercury is retrograde. Um... And the first day of Capricorn season on December 22nd, Mercury forms its inferior conjunction to the sun at zero degrees of Capricorn. The inferior conjunction or Kazemi is a moment of impression, a mental impression around in many ways what could be different, but it's like a quickening in the consciousness. It's not a thought out plan. And so the beginning of Capricorn season, to me, in your chart, feels uh, a little discombobulating. And you are really wondering, like, what direction to take to get you to go the direction that you want to be going. And I think you ultimately know which direction you want to be going, but it's like, how do you get to the point where you can get on that direction? It's like, you know where the trail is, but how do you get from the parking lot to the trail? (laughs) you're like, I don't know. You know, there's like 15 trails. Like one of them goes to the visitor center. One of them goes to the bathroom. Like I want to go to the trail, you know, is that kind of moment. And some of you might be spinning your wheels or you might feel frustrated or you might feel like you know how to get to the fucking trail, but like a million other things need to happen. And then there's this feeling, this pervasive feeling with this inferior conjunction in the Aries solar charts of the thing that you have been trying to do is inherently needing to change. Like something in the structure or the skeleton of the thing that you have been trying to do intrinsically, implicitly is flawed. It's not a good idea. It doesn't, it's not a philosophy you want to live by. And so there is a kind of moment where it feels like you know what direction you want to go 
but you need to clarify for yourself that that's the direction that you want to go. And you know that there are things you got to work out or like work on and you have the feeling, but you're feeling the feeling right now. You're feeling the call. You're looking for the truth of, of some kind of guidance. Now, the day that I'm recording for you, Wednesday the 27th, is the day that Mercury and your ruling planet Mars come together in the sign Sagittarius, your fellow's fire sign. As they meet in their conjunction, they're also squaring Neptune uh, in Pisces. I'm definitely going to talk about Pisces more in Pisces season. Um, Neptune and Pisces, but I will say that these aspects at the end of December, because we also have Venus moving into Sagittarius, are very supportive for you to move in accordance with your intuition. And that's what you need to be doing right now. And there is a big question around that a lot of people have, okay, about listening to their intuition. What is intuition and what is fear? What is faith and what is fear? What is embodied knowing and what is fear? What I have to offer, take it or leave it, is that intuition, as opposed to fear, settles the nervous system. There's something grounding and true about the feeling that's different than speculation and definitely different than anxiety. It is also different than desire. And desire can be a tricky one because sometimes we feel really right about a thing, but watch for upward, forward moving, fiery energy in the body that it kind of feels exciting and arousing, especially in the front body, around the sternum, the chest, up into the head, up into the eyes. You get really excited about some things and they're speculative. They're kind of flamboyant. They're fantastical. It's like, that's not intuition. That's desire. That's longing. It might be a kind of intuitive fire of like, yes, I can do that. It's not that you don't want to listen to it. It's important that you listen to it. But when it comes to timing and like, is this the way? Is this the thing? Intuition feels settling in the body, not settling in a depressive way or in an inert way, but really grounding and energizing in my experience. On December 30th, Jupiter is stationing direct in the sign Taurus, and this feels like a clarification of intuition and values. What do you want to invest in, in a material way? That includes, first and foremost, your time and attention, like your actual fucking presence. Then it includes your interest, your curiosity, your willingness to grow and learn, your participation, your labor. Um, and then, of course, any kind of material resources you might have to spend, you might have to invest. What are you going to invest in for the next 12 years of your life, maybe for the next couple of months? Think in both terms. Think about now through May, what are you going to invest in? And think about now, 2024 until 2036. 12 years from now, what will have grown 
because of the seeds that you're planting. Investment is planting a seed. It's remembering where you planted something, first of all. It's taking care to prepare the soil. It's remembering where it is. It's learning about it. It's tending to it. Taking care of it over time. It's also leaving it alone, letting it do its own thing. Trusting that it will grow. In 12 years from now, what will have grown because of what you are investing your time, energy, attention, presence, labor, curiosity, generosity, joy, talent, skills, money, and other material resources in. Over the course of the next several months until the end of May, Jupiter will be transiting Taurus and then it will move into Gemini. I'll tell you more about that in the rest of your 2024 year ahead. But at least until May, Jupiter in your second house of uh, personal possessions and resources is inviting you to invest wisely and to invest in the essence with the essence of sharing and generosity towards the greatest benefit for all involved. What does that mean to you? If you enjoyed this season ahead reading and found it supportive, make sure to purchase and download your 2024 year ahead reading now. My year ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sign, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting the challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and the future, and providing a larger context than my monthly readings can get into. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. January 1st, Mercury stations direct in Sagittarius, your fellow fire sign. You might remember that Mercury was just conjunct with Mars. So Mercury is energized. It is stationing direct in a fire sign at a place uh, in the zodiac and in your chart that describes the need to expand one's mind towards many differences. There are all kinds of differences of thought, opinion, personality, nationality, religion, philosophy, freaking everything. So much difference in the world. It's part of what makes our world abundant is biodiversity. You want to include more. Don't be narrowed in and confined by your chosen path. The thing that you are trying to finish up that I was talking about in your overview, when I was saying since 2008, you've been on this like course of trying to succeed at something. And now as we get into 2024, your notions of success are changing. And what you were trying to do at the outset of this journey needs to change form so that you can remain in integrity with your path and really reap the benefit of all of the labor and everything that you've put into this, including your failures and frustrations. And in order to do that, you need to include more. Don't stay narrow and rigid. Don't play conservatively. Don't play to the conservatives or the traditionalists right now. Have integrity. Be straightforward. Do a thorough and good job. 
but include more. Be a little exploratory, irreverent, um, mix things up a bit. Uh, you can diversify your sources and consider multiple options in the directions that you're headed. And you want to work in relationship with difference somehow. So there may be the need to like talk to different kinds of people or read different kinds of news or expose yourself to different kinds of methodologies. Um, you want to include more. You want to be different. You want to like do something in a way that feels like a fresh idea. Granted, I know the idea of a fresh idea is like not a new idea. It's so boring. And the idea of a fresh idea is kind of, I don't know, like toxic individualist and white supremacist. Why do we need to keep reinventing the wheel? Blah, blah, blah. But there is some kind of fresh idea. I think I'm just going to go with it. Take it or leave it. I think you want a fresh idea and it might be a fresh idea for you. You know, you might be like, oh shit, <laughs> I didn't think of this before. This feels new. This feels like an adventure. And that's the feeling that you want to have. So as you move into 2024 from the first day of the year as Mercury is stationing direct, you want to prioritize somehow making the thing that you're trying to finish over the course of 2024 a, an adventure. You're moving towards a new horizon. And what that is, is unknown, but let the journey be the destination, as they say. On January 4th, Mars, your ruling planet, moves into Capricorn, your solar 10th house, the place of ambition, the place of achievement, the place of uh, lifing and adulting. This is your career. This is your vocation. This is who you are in the world. Over the course of the next six weeks or so, Mars will be approaching Pluto, at the very end of Capricorn. The sun is also approaching Pluto. And on January 11th, we have a new moon, which is an alignment of the moon and the sun. Uh, and then Mercury moves into Capricorn or back into Capricorn because now it's traveling direct and it's stationed retrograde here um, back in mid-December. And now Mercury is gonna enter into Capricorn on the 13th of January. And then eventually Mercury will also form a conjunction with Pluto. So we have Mercury, Mars, and the Sun all in your 10th house moving towards its conjunction with Pluto. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. In your overview, I was talking a lot about this presence. Pluto is asking for transformation. It is asking for assistance to death doula. Uh, the old project, the old way, the old way of being, the old ambitions, the old notions of success... It is asking for your, oh, here's my cat. She wants to come up on my lap. <laughs> it's asking for your participation in this transformation uh, by working to engage with systems that support life, but disengage with systems that are uh, wreaking havoc and creating lots of dissatisfaction or suffering, maybe for you, maybe for many people. So, you're trying to change something now. You might be trying to change something in yourself. Some of you, again, are you might be feeling pretty depressed in this season, like the tasks seem insurmountable to some of you. And I will say that this is not a time, honestly, on earth to really invest a lot in hope in the sense that I think many of us think about hope. My personal opinion, take it or leave it, is that this is a time to really practice radical acceptance and be with what is, and really try and turn our attention to what is generative, to what is beautiful, 
to what is generous and what really serves and nourishes life, but to let go of any forms of hoping that have us stuck in the past of old ideas. And so if you have hope that you're going to like succeed and be wealthy and like own a bunch of cars, um, why is that your ambition right now? It's literally a dying, it's, it's, it's a death wish. It's like a dying planet. Nobody needs more cars. Nobody needs more false notions of wealth. What are you death doula-ing is the question in Capricorn season. The new moon is asking that on January 11th. This is a new moon that features a Mars and Capricorn trying to Jupiter and Taurus. Jupiter and Taurus, again, is in the house of personal possessions, resources, finances, your skills, your talents, your time, attention, energy. What are you investing? What are you investing in? What are you trying to grow? This is about your life. This is about your ambition. This is about your labor. This is about your willpower. This is about the fact that your presence has an impact, even if it feels tiny and minuscule, even if you feel that your impact is a burden. You bring something to the situation. What do you want to bring and how can you bring it? Be realistic, be grounded, work with what you have. You have a lot. Think about all that you have. Think about all of your experience. Think about all of your passions. Think about your interests. Think about your generosity and your joy. Think about wisdom. Think about all the teaching that you have received Think about everything that has inspired you and helped you to grow. Think about the tools that you've used for your own liberation and think about everything that you've gained in these last 15 years. You've gained a lot when you failed because you learned a lot. You gained a lot when you succeeded because you learned a lot. You gained a lot when you were doing things outside of the thing that you're thinking of right now because that was supporting you. That was also teaching you. On the first day of Aquarius season, which is January 20th, but in the last moments of Capricorn season, literally the last minutes before the sun ingresses Aquarius, the sun and Pluto will come together for their last conjunction since Pluto has been in Capricorn. Uh, and so 2008 to 2024, that's 15. I think Pluto went into Capricorn in December. I think that's 15 conjunctions. This is the last one for another 200-something years. This is the end of an era. This is the end of a collective era. Um, the age of industry is coming to an end. This is a reckoning moment collectively, globally, culturally, and for you personally with what you're doing and where you're investing your time, energy, attention, resources, labor, passion, generosity, wisdom, gifts, money. What are you planting in 2024? This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs 404 is our visual creative director.
Joe Stewart is our office coordinator, and Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead. Thank you.